Welcome to another edition of Sports Talk presented by the Nameless Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day because that's when this is coming out because Thursday. Um, I was t- there's like a whole bunch of things I wanted to talk about, but I was at the gym last night after I did my workout. I went on the treadmill for about uh, 25 minutes just to do a cool down. And I got to watch the Rockets at Timberwolves. Pretty much second half. Uh, I got I got to see a little about a quarter and a half, which is pretty good because uh, most of the time when I do catch any of the games, it's on the uh, replay on YouTube. Uh, really cool. YouTube has the games condensed into somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it'll be as long as 18 minutes, but usually between 10 and 15 minutes and you can catch any of the games. Um, it's really cool. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, so the, the overarching thesis of this is just, and you, I mean, if you pay attention to the NBA at all, you'll see maybe headlines of what's wrong with the Rockets. So that's kind of what the thesis of this is going to be on. Um, not going to get any specific statistical statistical stats. Uh, my recommendation, one of the best sites I've ever come across is Clean the Glass. Uh, former assistant GM, space in his name, uh, created the website, I think, like two years ago. Most of the... Writers that I follow um, or podcasters like Zach Lowe that have had him on um, will quote or use cleaning the glass. Um, So that's what I recommend. If you're really data head and you want any sort of data you can possibly imagine, uh, I would definitely go check out cleaning the glass. There is a subscription. I think he was running like a seven-day free trial. So if you want data. I don't get quote data, uh, unless it's like on top of mind. Um, I like numbers, but that's another discussion. So my whole thing, and now that Chris Paul is back and he's been back not two weeks yet, I don't know. The Let's just talk from the top. One, this team is not good defensively. And I think I was listening to Zach Lowe the other day, and he said that they're ranked 25th. I, I just, a lot of it, and I'll give you, a, there's an instance here, a specific set of plays that happen sometime midway third quarter, right? So, Rocket missed shot. And a good look. It was a good look. I think it was uh, Chris Paul, pick and roll, curled, had a clean look, shot, missed. Bulls got the rebound, and they pushed it up the floor. <laughs> And it was Teague to, not Wiggins, because Wiggins is out. I think it was Ogi. Uh, uh, I'll probably pronounce his name incorrectly. Um, he passed it out to him to the wing. And just one move on the defender, which was Gerald Green, of course. And he got an open layup. And literally, Kenneth Freed and Harden are in the lane. And they just literally watched him get an uncontested layup. And that, I, I feel that is the epitome of where the Rockets' defense is right now. And and I know Harden's on a tear, 30-plus points, very good chance. 
I would say he's more than likely going to win back-to-back MVP awards just for what he's done offensively and how efficient he's been. And efficiency is being the fact that he's not hucking up Allen Iverson amount of shots. He's efficient scoring, and I'm sure you've seen or read, read about it, and a lot of people like to throw out these terms. Efficiency means that he gets the he gets easy, not easy. He gets a large amount of points without having to put up a large amount of shots, and that includes the 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 type of percentages. So a layup is a higher percentage shot than a three point shot. He or free getting to the free throw line after he's fouled, things like that, and so. He's an efficient scorer because he's able to get into high-probability scoring situations and score at an insane amount of volume, so points per game, without having to put up like 30 shots a game. That's pretty amazing. Um, Zach Lowe was saying that that his efficiency in running certain plays is higher than anybody ever like video game type insanity um which is amazing um he's hit almost as many step back three pointers than steph curry hit like five years ago to lead the nba in three point made three point shots so offensively the rockets don't really have a problem they do kind of bog down a little bit but i mean really their issue is defensively. Uh, this team, without Mabunte and without Trevor Reza in their starting lineup, is not as good. Um, I know that Capella's coming back from his thumb injury. Farid, Farid gives energy, but he's not the same guy. At least gravitational on the offensive defensive end. And let me explain. So, with Capella in there at the five, because Capella can switch guard smaller guys or bigger guys and he can recover recover meaning he can if he gets pulled away from the paint he can recover he is quick enough and agile enough to recover back to the paint and contest a shot or get a block shot like a recovery block where he's coming from the side or from behind he's able to get a block shot Farid uh, Farid Younger could but you're talking about the fact that Farid is two to three inches smaller with not the same wingspan and definitely not the same athlete. He's filling in nicely as the as the main big, but he's he's drastically undersized, though he has a lot of energy. I've always liked Farid. Um, I think he would have came in the league now. He would have been a he'd be an amazing uh, role man. So your your main big that sets picks and then basically just after he sets a pick at, say, the top of the key, he rolls hard to the rim for lobs and dunks and layups and things like that. He got a couple last night that I saw. Capella, when I say he Capella has gravitational pull on the offset, it's kind of like the inverse of what shooters get when a shooter pulls a defender out of the paint or out of the lane to guard the shooters. Capella does that same thing. Because Capella is so long and agile and he can catch the, the Harden or Chris Paul lobs, it sucks. When you run the pick and roll, the defender that's on the big generally will what's called hedge or move towards the 
the ball handler to throw the ball handler off course. When you do that with the Rockets, Harden is so adept at throwing the lob or getting it to the roll man, a.k.a. the big Capella, you can't do that. You've got to stay glued to the Capella. And even at that point, he's like Terrell Owens catching in lob, touchdown passes. It still would not. But when you do that, then that potentially sucks a third defender to come in and stop Harden in the lane. And then at that point, Harden's either finishing, which he's amazing at, you're fouling him, or he's kicking it out to a shooter. Um, with Fareed, you're not getting that as much. Uh, he doesn't have that same gravitational pull. He's not that same finisher that Capella is. So that that really affects them offensively. But not as much as Capella kind of anchoring that back end and what he's capable of doing when he gets switched out into a guard um, really affects them. And depth-wise, them losing... I, I know they didn't have Mubal Bunte uh, in the playoffs last year. And then he was there, and he was just totally out of it. I, it just really hurts their depth, because with the reason you got a guy that was going to give you 38 to 40 minutes, big, long, and he can guard multiple positions. He's basically playing four. So now you've got P.J. Tucker playing a ton of minutes. And he's super undersized. And they're just getting killed on the glass. Like last night, man, uh, Towns and then before Towns, uh, spacing his name, they they just destroy I mean, one, the Rockets, without Capella, are not getting any offensive rebounds. Two, they're getting kind of victimized on the defensive glass because the, the T-Wolves got a, a couple, not even a couple, they got a good amount of offensive rebounds, so they got second chance. And three, it's just the Rockets can't run the same switching because Gerald Green is a terrible defender. So when you got Gerald Green out there playing major minutes, um, and Fareed's not the same defender, you've got, hot, man, they had a, they, the Wolves are getting a lot of switches where they had town, Harden switched on to Towns in the post. And the Rockets didn't run double teams. So now at that point, yes, Harden's biggest defensive strength is his low post defense. But that's just, it's not fair because Towns is, you know, he's got like a seven foot, board, seven foot wingspan. And it's, that's just a mismatch. He's just shooting over him. Um, He's getting in a good place, and he's shooting over him with, like, little baby little baby hooks and all those sorts of stuff, and it's just not good. I mean, the T-Wolves are not a playoff team. I mean, they should be, honestly, but they're not a playoff team. And, man, Rockets lost by 10 to them. And I get it. It's right before the All-Star break. I think maybe there's one more game before the All-Star break. And so you're traveling, you're in Minnesota. I get it. NBA players turn turn off. I just, this Rocket team, yeah, maybe early in the season it was a hangover, basically blowing the 3-2 lead to the Warriors and all of that. I just, I don't feel it. I don't feel the same intensity from them like I saw last year where it was, we're going to, we're going to beat the Warriors. We're the team that's going to beat the Warriors. And maybe they're able to ramp it up. I don't know. I mean, Harden, I, I 
can't really imagine how much more Harden can really ramp it up. Chris Paul doesn't look like the same guy. He's just, I think the one thing I've noticed, especially watching this for a quarter and a half, and a lot of times he was bringing it up and having Harden play off ball. They also did some, I, I saw twice they ran a, Harden had the ball and Chris Paul Harden pick and roll, which was interesting to get it, get a different switch um, with Harden on the smaller guy. But I, I just, Chris Paul, he's just not getting, he's not beating guys off the dribble with his explosion like I used to see. I mean, granted, he's 34, so I mean, the likelihood of that happening is small. But that's something that I definitely noticed last night watching was that it, it, Chris Paul's not the same guy. And if Chris Paul is just a very good player and not the uber on fire future Hall of Famer guy like he played last year, then Rockets are going to have problems. Rockets really need to improve defensively because, one, teams with epic, epically bad defenses do not win championships. It's just not going to happen. And I, I get it. Uh, you'll probably hear ESPN site ad nauseum. What was it? The 0-2 Lakers? Ah, a totally different team. Um, and that team cakewalked to the regular season and then throttled teams in the um, in the playoffs. I think Shaq missed like 30 games that year. And he had like a, you had a Kobe in his prime. Like Kobe was like 24. So totally different team with totally different role players. Plus they were deeper. And they got healthy and they got hot at the right time. So it's completely different team. Um, this team... I don't know. Uh, I just don't see it. I I enjoy watching them play. I don't have any problem with them jacking up 43s a game and all of that. I mean, that doesn't really matter to me. It just, it just doesn't feel the same. And another, it's not analytical, but another point, I just, I haven't seen Harden. Harden's had great big games and big game moments, but He's kind of floundered when, like, Game 6-7 last year or what was it, the 2012 Finals against the Heat when he was on the Thunder. I, I just don't see that guy being, okay, I'm going to put up 40. We need to win this game. Okay, I'm, you know I'm putting up 40. I've seen the, what was it, 2015 against the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals in that closeout game. What do you have, like 15 turnovers or something? I don't know. I just haven't seen it. I know it's there. He's uber talented. I mean, right now, offensively, he's probably the third best player in the NBA right now. Um, I really want to give, I, I mean, uh, vote because I'm not in the media, but I'd say more than likely he's going to probably win back-to-back MVP awards. I want to see Paul George. I think Paul George is having a better season. Definitely better, better all around. I think George is probably... Definitely winning the defensive player of the year. Uh, flat out has been carrying the Thunder team, and with how inefficient Russ Russell Westbrook's been, and his inefficiency is the fact that the guy literally cannot shoot a jump shot um, outside of the lane, and he cannot hit three pointers anymore. He can't even hit the long two; those running like full speed long twos he used to do. I, I just and we're getting a little off track. 
I, I, I think Paul George should win the MVP. He's probably not going to because they're going to consider voters will look at it and say it's Russ's team and you know Paul George is really the second guy. Whatever. I think that's stupid semantics. Um, he's the reason. He's. I mean, they're both playing really well and defensively. The Thunder playing fantastic. Um, I mean, that's a team I would think that would just they would beat the Rockets. They would beat the Rockets. They would have multiple guys that they can throw at and slow down Harden, and Chris Paul is not the same guy. The other thing is, is that Eric Gordon, I don't know what's going on. I did not realize. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Sports Talk presented by the, the Nameless Podcast. That's all I have for today. Uh, this comes out on Valentine's Day, so I hope everyone has a great Valentine's. Um, I would love to hear a review, or if you want to get a hold of me, um, please do. Uh, a couple different places that I'm putting out content on is uh, LinkedIn at, at Matthew Lopez Chronics, Instagram at, at Matt Lopez Chronics, and you can find me on Kiora, um, Matthew Lopez Chronics on Kiora. Um, hope everyone has a great time. Hope everyone's enjoying sports talk. Trying to expand out the content. Um, this is going to be every Tuesday and Thursday. You're going to get a sports talk, uh, sports talk episode on the Nameless Podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Everyone have a wonderful day. Make sure that you keep all of your loved ones nice and close. See you later.